If you turn with me, if you've got your Bibles, to Hebrews, there's a few verses I'm going to be taking from various passages this morning. But the one main verse that I want to look at this morning is found a very familiar, a very well-known verse to each and every one of us, I'm sure. And that's Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. And it says, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. That's in the New Living Translation. In the King James, we probably know this a little bit better. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Do you know, I love the whole chapter uh, of uh, 11 of Hebrews. It's known as the faith chapter. You know, it reminds us that a faith anchored in God is strong, it's unshakable and unbreakable. Faith knows that no matter what situation is happening in our lives, that God is working in all of it. You know, and as I was looking what to bring this morning, very aware that we were beginning still, we've just opened the door onto 2022 and the challenging times that we find ourselves in. God reminded me that whatever lies ahead of us this year, whatever we're surrounded by, even at this moment in time, what we can see, what we can't see, what we can feel, what we can't feel, we're to navigate 2022 and all our future days by faith. That's the only way that we do it, isn't it? We live by faith. You know, so many, so, so many verses in Hebrews 11 starts off with, by faith, it was by faith, by faith, by faith Noah, by faith Abraham, by faith Sarah, by faith Isaac, by faith Jacob, by faith Joseph, Moses. We have a little snippet in this chapter of their lives and how each and every one of them lived their lives by faith. And it says in verse 32 of that chapter, it would take too long to recount the stories of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. So I'm not going to take all the time. I'm not going to take you into 2023 this morning by going through everybody that's mentioned in Hebrews chapter 11. All these people, I just named a few of them, lived by faith. They overcame challenges, uncertainties, and unfamiliarities. Their faith was proved and tested in these times. Paul mentioned Noah this morning. You know, there's a word that still is hanging around everywhere, the word unprecedented. Noah lived in an unprecedented time. What God spoke to him, there was no sign of it. They'd never experienced it. And there was no evidence of it. A flood, you know, but he still obeyed God. And he, he, he lived by faith in what God had told him to do. Abraham, he left the country. He said he didn't know. God told him to move but he didn't know where he was moving and he obeyed God and his journey was by faith. He was in very unfamiliar territory all along his journey. We mentioned Sarah. That was a challenge, wasn't it? She was barren. She was very old. Abram was very old. Yet God had promised them a son and they lived by faith. We could go on and on. As I said, this chapter, there's so many stories, snippets of people's lives, how they proved and tested uh, their faith in these times. You know, sometimes we can be living our lives and everything is going well. We Everything's going smoothly. 
Um, we're comfortable, we follow in a certain direction or path in our lives. You know, that's times when we perhaps feel full of faith. You know, everything seems to be going good, everything's working out, we're making progress, we're seeing results. And then, you know, somewhere out of some, something out of somewhere, bam, comes across our path, doesn't it? And it's come out of nowhere. Life, as it says, throws us a curveball. And sometimes it knocks us off our feet. You know, it could be a health situation or a diagnosis. It could be a job loss. It could be a bereavement. It could be a family situation. It could be a pandemic. And that way that we saw that was straight in front of us, we can no longer see. And we find ourselves in very unfamiliar and uncertain territory. We're disorientated, as it seems. We don't know what's happened. We don't know where we're going. We don't know what, what to do. And I'm sure at many times in our lives, we can all identify with that in some way or another. You know, at this moment in time, the world is negotiating the curveball of the pandemic still. You know, we're going into two years and we're still at that point in time. You know, it's affecting every area of our life and everything still seems so very unfamiliar. The way we seated this morning, the way that we are this morning with masks, etc. Everything's unfamiliar and very uncertain. You know, we don't know what perhaps is going to be announced week on week on, on what's happening with restrictions, etc. You know, but as children of God, we find ourselves in that position as well, as everybody else. We are in living in these times. And we can be in a similar place naturally with all that's happening. We can also be in a situation spiritually as well. When something comes across our path which brings discouragement and perhaps disappointment or doubts, you know, when it affects our handle even on spiritual matters. A little while just before Christmas, back in November time, Paul and I, um, we'd been given a voucher last Christmas for an evening meal in a hotel. And um, obviously with the pandemic and everything that's happened this year, we'd, we'd failed to, to go and, and have this meal. And I, I, we had all intentions perhaps to do it over the Christmas holidays. And I got the voucher out, it was early November, and I looked at the voucher and it expired the end of November. So I said, oh, we'd better quickly book this meal now that we've been um, given. And uh, we'd have to do it. It was for a, a weeknight meal. So we did it. It was all arranged. And uh, we came home from school. We got ready. We were going along the M4. That was, that's the way we were heading, just outside Newport. And you're all guessing what hotel it is now, aren't you? <laughs> but um, we, we, I looked at the Google map because I never trust sat-navs. I don't know if there's anybody like me. We, I don't trust the sat-nav. I looked on Google Maps before I went and I knew exactly what junction we were coming off on the M4 to actually go to the venue. We did all that. We got to the venue. We had a lovely meal. It was lovely. We had enjoyed the downtime, etc. Felt a little bit off. And um, I didn't know if I had a headache or I was tired. We'd been in school all day, but we enjoyed the evening. And then we came out to the hotel. We came in the car to the bottom of the drive of the hotel. And I thought, oh, easy now. We just go left, first roundabout left. And we're back on the M4 and we are straight back home. It was still pretty early because it was a school night. Um, so we said we'd be home in good time and that was it. We came to the bottom of the drive of the hotel, turned left, went to turn left on the roundabout and there was a big highway maintenance 
lorry with the orange flashing lights and there were bollards all along the slip road that took us back into the M4. I panicked. What on earth? Which way do we go now? Paul was driving, obviously. But uh, we went around the roundabout. I can't remember if we went round twice because we did go round twice, didn't we? Because all of a sudden, we knew where we were going, but that road was blocked. We could no longer go that way. So we went round the roundabout twice. In that matter of time, worked out, right, which direction are we going? We should be heading for Cardiff. But, you know, every um, junction we were coming up to, I thought, I know what's wrong, why I felt a little bit off tonight. I wear contact lenses. And I'd taken my contact lenses out before I went, and I'd put them back in, and I'd put them in the wrong eyes. <laughs> Although I haven't got a great difference in my prescription, it was enough to make all my vision blurry. So suddenly here we were, outside Newport, on, making our way. I could hardly see a thing because now I was relying on my distance. Paul was driving and we were relying on every little junction or roundabout to look out for a little sign. And they were very small, I can tell you, diversion. You know, it was no good us going on the direction of the sat-nav because that wanted to take us directly back to the M4. It was no good following the big signs, which again would take you onto the M4. We had to, to watch all these ways to, for the diversion. You know, I was panicking, my heart was, I had palpitations, thinking, we lost, it's a school night. It's late, it was only half past eight, by the way. <laughs> but then another part of me said, now get a grip, Adele, you're only outside Newport, you're not lost, and it's early in the evening. You know, but for that moment in time, Everywhere, there was no landmark because it's a different road we were going on. There was no landmark that I could identify where we were going, that we were heading in the right direction. And that time, we did have to rely on something other than ourselves and our own, own knowledge. Perhaps a little um, humorous sort of account of what I'm trying to say this morning. But sometimes when life throws us things we weren't expected, we feel like that or three. All of a sudden, we feel... Um, lost or in unfamiliar territory and uncertain, and uncertain. And if this morning, because of circumstances and situations, you feel lost, unsure of where you are heading, surrounded by uncertainty and unfamiliarity, I trust that once again, you know, as we look at what God's word declares, our faith will rise. You know, we need to be a people of faith this morning, secure in God, secure in who we are, and secure in our future. Now we know absolutely that God has spoken his promise into this house, his blessing of salvation and restoration so that the future of this house will be even more glorious than its beginning. And that's the vision for this house, isn't it, that we're reminded of so many times from Haggai chapter 2, verse 9. So we see where we are right now, we see into the future where God has promised us and we see what is ahead of us. But how do we navigate? How do we get from where we are now to what God has promised us? How do we see where we are now with all these restrictions and difficulties and we see the future promise? How do we get there? It's by faith, isn't it? It's always by faith, step by step, as God directs, as God equips, as God enables faith is putting you a foot on the first step without seeing 
the whole staircase, the stair- staircase. Now, God makes the way. God always makes the get- way. God ops- opens the doors. You know, we pray, we listen, we obey, and we serve. You know, I'm not discounting any revival and that God can change things overnight. You know, but I'm asking to God to move in his way in these days in this place. You know, his thoughts are higher than my thoughts. His ways are higher than my, my way. He's the God who on one occasion fed over 5,000 people, didn't he? With five loaves and two fish. Yet on another occasion, he fed a small fish supper to his disciple. He's the God, Jesus is the one who stood in front of thousands of people, crowds and did many miracles, many people knowing salvation. Yet on one occasion, he made time for a man, Nicodemus, who came to him at night in the darkness. So as we open the door on 2022, don't look at what we can see. Don't look at what we can feel. Don't give time to those things. Faith always looks away from feelings and circumstances and looks to God, his character and his faithfulness. So what does living by faith mean for us in 2022 and I've got three simple things this morning for us to have a look at. First of all, we need to believe for God to do wonderful things. We need to believe God in 2022. We will believe God, we we will believe who he is and we will believe what he says. You know, our very start of our Christian journey, our life of faith started out in believing. Now, John 3.16, you all know it, is the very well-known verse. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hebrews 11, in the chapter that we were looking at this morning, verse 6, and it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who comes to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. We read of the account of the Philippian jailer in Acts 17, where he asks Paul and Silas how he can be saved. And they say, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. We start our walk of faith. We start our Christian life believing. And we continue, and that's the way that we actually continue our walk day by day, by believing in him. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7 says, For we live by believing and not by seeing. Or as we know, we walk by faith and not by sight. Habakkuk 2 verse 4 says, The just will live by faith. We believe God's word this morning. Do we believe God's word this morning? Yes. We build our lives on it this morning. We believe the promises. Do we believe the promises that God gives us this morning, that he's spoken into our lives? by the Holy Spirit as individuals and as a church. Now, if you have any doubts this morning on who he is and what or what he can do, we need to ask for a fresh revelation of him, a fresh revelation that he will reveal himself to each and every one of us as we spend time in his presence, that we will get to know him in a greater way. Ask him this morning to increase our faith. You know, faith is nothing of ourselves. It's nothing that we, we can do. It's nothing that's worked up in ourselves. The Bible tells us it's a gift of God. Even our faith comes from God. He gives us the faith to believe. 
even in Luke chapter 17 and verse 5, the disciples asked Jesus how to increase their faith. And he talked to them about faith as small as a mustard seed that could do mighty things. We need to believe for great things in this house, in our individual lives and in this house. So we need to believe this morning in who God is and what he says. Secondly, this morning, we need to trust him this morning. We need to trust him. We need to trust him with all that's ahead in 2022 and 2023 and 2024, all on future days, if the Lord tarries. Trust him to work out his plans and his purposes in our lives. Trust him to protect our lives. Trust him to provide for our lives. Trust him. He keeps his word. He never fails. Jesus never fails. Trust him with your health this morning. Trust him with your job situation this morning. Trust him with your family. Commit your family to him this morning. Trust him with your marriage and relationships. Trust him with your finances. Trust him with your future. And we trust him with the even more glorious future of Gateway Church Cymru. We trust him this morning. That's who we are, who we are placing our trust in. Proverbs 3 verse 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your understanding. You know, sometimes we trust when we can understand. It's very hard to trust when we don't understand, isn't it? But God tells us to depend on him when we, we can't understand. He says, do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you with which path to take. Psalm 37, verse 4 and 5 says, Take delight in the Lord, and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him, and he will help you. Psalm 28, verse 7, The Lord is my strength and my shield. I trust him with all my heart. Jeremiah 17, verse 5 to 8 says, This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans, who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an inhabited salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a riverbank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. I could go on and on this morning with many verses that, that encourage us to keep trusting in the God. You know, we need to trust him this morning. Trust him, trust his unfailing love and trust in his faithfulness. You now in 2022, I'm determined and I trust we all will be determined to commit everything to the Lord, to cast everything onto the Lord and to trust him. And thirdly, my third little word this morning that I want to bring, we've said about believing, we've said about trusting. My third word is that we will pursue. We will pursue God in 2022. No, faith isn't dead. Faith is active, isn't it? And we, we hear all about that in the book of James. No, because we believe, because we, we we trust, we will pursue all that God has for us. No actions are a byproduct of living faith. 
Works don't justify us or make us righteous, make us right before God. And they are not a mean, our means to salvation. You know, in Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9, it says, It's for by, by grace you have been saved through faith. It's by grace we have been saved this morning, not of what we can do, not we, what we can accomplish, not who we are. It's by grace we've been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves, as I said. It is a gift of God, not by works that no one can boast. Now, what we do, what we do for God, grows out of a heart of obedience, transformed by God's grace. Our actions are an outer reflection of our inner transformation. So what do I mean this morning by pursuing? It means that with God's help, I will do everything I can to be obedient to God's voice, to be a part, not a spectator, but to be a part of seeing God's promise fulfilled in my own life and in this place in Gateway Church Camry. I want to be active and willing to serve God to see his purposes and plans unfold. I need to pursue him. I need to pursue the things of God, but I need to pursue him, not having my own agenda, but making God's agenda my agenda. His purpose becoming my purpose. His plan becoming my plan. His desires becoming my desires. Now, God working in and through each and every one of us. If we read the first couple of verses of Hebrews chapter 12, it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses, the ones I've just uh, caught on a little of their lives this morning. We're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this. How do we do this? By keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. That's it this morning. That's how we run in 2022. That's how we do life. We keep our eyes on Jesus. We run the race that is set out for each and every one of us in these coming days. You know, 2022 by faith, that's how we're going to accomplish in, in 2022 and, and the years ahead until Jesus comes, isn't it? We're looking forward to the day. That's what we're looking forward when the greatest promise will be revealed. At the end of the chapter 11, it says in verse 39, all these people, again, the ones that I've spoken about, earned a good, good reputation because of their faith. Yet, none of them received all that God had promised. Do you think God had failed them? Listen what it says. Verse 40, for God had something better in mind for us so that they would not reach perfection without us. You know, whatever we see or experience in God, however great the promises of God to us are, as they realise, whatever wonderful days are ahead of us as a church, it's nothing to be compared with what we will experience in eternity when we see Jesus face to face. The greatest promise is that Jesus is coming again. Do you believe that this morning? Do you trust that this morning? Are you pursuing that this morning? He is coming again. 
And very soon, we look around us and we hear what's happening in the world, what's happening in society, we know it's very soon. You know, and if we know him and love him, if we know him as our Saviour and Lord, we have an amazing hope this morning and a future that is secure for all eternity. Forever we will be with the Lord. Forever we will reign with him in a place where there's no more tears, there's no more death, there's no more sorrow, there's no more so- separation, no social distancing, no more crying, no more pain. What a wonderful hope we have. What a wonderful confidence we have this morning. You know, in, that, in Revelation 21, John, John tries to describe his place from the vision that he, he was given. You know, and it's so wonderful. If you read it, John 21, it's so wonderful. It's so beautiful. It says, the city of heaven even needs no sun or moon for the glory of the God, of God illuminates that city and the Lamb is its light. It's wonderful. It's an amazing hope that we have this morning, a secure uh, future we have in him. Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. Don't worry this morning about things you can't see. Trust God, believe him, pursue him, keep believing, keep trusting, and keep pursuing him. And as they say, watch this space. See what God will do in your lives and in this place, in our in our church, where God has placed us. I'm so grateful God has placed us here together as family to serve him. This is where, if you were here this morning, this is where God has placed you to be, to serve him and work him. Keep believing in him. 2022, we don't know what's ahead. Keep believing for all that God has promised. Keep trusting him. Now, when those doubts come, when those fears come, Keep trusting him, and more than that, keep pursuing him. Everything that God has for each and every one of us, that God will fulfill, even in this place, we will see them in our day and our generation. Shall we pray? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you this morning that we, our hope and our confidence is placed in you. Lord, we keep our eyes on you this morning. Lord, I pray for anyone here this morning who's struggling in their faith, Lord, I pray for those doubts, Lord, those fears, those unbeliefs, Lord, those unfamiliar things will be replaced this morning. Lord, that there will be a divine exchange. Lord, that we will be people who are full of faith this morning. Lord, that our faith, Lord, even if, if it is diminished, Lord, it will once again rise. So, Lord, we say increase our faith this morning to believe in you more, to believe in who you are. Give us a fresh revelation of who you are this morning. And what you can do. Lord, we trust you. We trust you with every aspect of our life this morning. Because we depend upon you. And Lord, we long after you this morning. We long after you this morning. Our desire is for you this morning. And for the things that you have for each and every one of us. So Lord, we see your plans. Your agenda. Your purpose. Outworked in our lives. Amen.